Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you only sexual, which is mm. what I like about it. Mm-hmm. Is this your um, getting laid mix we're listening to right now? <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, check. That's what I was listening to this weekend while getting laid. Oh my god, so now really? I feel weird about listening to this song. <laughs> Wait a I'm, second. I'm imagining Bundes naked. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's changed. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. It's my slow thrusts to the beat. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> He's painting Boy, more of a picture, everyone. Seriously. <laughs> How long is that uh, mix last for, that playlist? How much music is in it? Um, do you ooh. constantly add to it, or do you change the whole thing top to bottom from time to time? I constantly add to it. There's so just probably like well over 500 songs in that playlist. Oh, boy. 500 songs. You yeah. know, the average session is 12 minutes. That's yeah, like four songs. <laughs> <where> <laughs> yeah, just so you know. Yeah. I know. You just like, but I hit shuffle and then whatever comes up. Whatever comes up, comes up, the music is right. But it generally has a vibe like this. Like, right. Sounds good. Uh, When we last uh, did a podcast, they were just trying to figure out who's going to be the next president of the United States. And it seems like they figured that out, Mm -hmm. assuming that uh, all the court challenges that Trump's going to put in place uh, all get either rejected or they don't find any proof of voter fraud, which they haven't found to uh, this point right now. Mm -hmm. Man, I'll tell you, though, like... There is so much hate in the United States. There's so much hate. It's very sad. I long for a, a time when politics, politics just was about policy. You know, yeah. this is how I want to spend the taxpayer money. These uh-huh. are the laws I want to see in place to create a community where everyone feels safe. And when you it know, was boring, you know. Yeah, when it was boring <laughs> and you didn't care. But like, you know, I, I was listening to something that, uh, I, did you guys watch the Joe Biden speech on Saturday night? I didn't. I'm very sad I missed it. Uh, let me just play you like a couple, just a quick little clip of it, okay? okay? I pledge to be a president who seeks not to divide, but unify. Who doesn't see red states and blue states, only sees the United States. Mm. That is, so, it's so refreshing because, like, I don't care. I, I can totally see why people are Republican in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're pro-life. You're voting Republican every day of the week. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You don't want any like pro-choice people there. I could understand if you want to see lower taxes for people who make a lot of money. You know, you support Republicans. Yeah. 
I, t- I totally get that. There's different ideologies on how to spend taxpayer money and who to tax more and, and all that. But I just, I've never seen somebody fan the flames of hate so much so yeah. more than Donald Trump. Like that guy mm-hmm. built his political life on just building this division in that country. And I hate how much they all hate each other. Yeah. It makes the country look ugly. Yeah, when and, when you hear about the hate and the reason why and not a place you want to visit, yeah. it's just like yeah, I don't want to go there. Where is the, that's not the USA that I grew up with. I had cousins who lived all over the states, and it was always like they're cooler than us. <laughs> you know, they have a way cooler. They know about all the best music. They have the best food. We got to get down there and visit them as quickly as possible. Now it's like the complete opposite. I have friends that I was uh, having like an outdoor drink with this uh, weekend. And they were saying like they would, they have no interest in going to Florida or any other state that was like a red state. To them, it's just, it disgusts them that, you know, that state, the majority of people made up of it are Mm -hmm. people that, you know, support Trump and that sort of uh, strategy in politics. But I'll tell you what scares me because, you know, I'm Canadian. I really shouldn't care that much. Right. What scares me is I feel like Canada's always a step behind the United States, but we find ourselves in the same place they do. And you see it with business, like the radio industry, for example, mm-hmm. the way that they uh, run their radio industry. We always are a step behind that, but we always find ourselves in that same position eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, they were the first to have like multiple ownership of lots of radio stations under one company. And then they were the first to, you know, like start syndicating different shows. Mm -hmm. And it just, I feel like we would head in that same direction, that same hate would eventually be here in Canada. Oh, I hope not. I hope not too. But if you spend any time on social media and you look at the comments in, uh, you know, on Twitter when they're talking about Canadian issues, you see that same level of hate, mm-hmm. and it's scary. Yeah, that's a really oh. good point. I never thought of it that way. That we kind of follow their footsteps and we're on the same path, and we could have been. Yeah, and we still could be. Yeah, let's lose the hate because it doesn't need to be a part of the equation. Really, it's just a big old fucking waste of time yeah you know pick you know there's things that obviously are priority to you you know maybe you don't i'd like there's i I disagree with justin trudeau i don't hate the guy no i disagree with jagmeet singh i disagree with aaron o'toole at times i don't hate any of them Mm -hmm. i don't hate andrea horvath i didn't hate kathleen Wynne, Mm -hmm. even though i hated some of the policies that the liberal government had in place i don't hate the people no and i don't hate the people that support them that agree in those with those principles Mm -hmm. i disagree with them but I don't hate them. And it's like, oh, it's so toxic. Well, yeah, that's when it starts to go into a dangerous, dark place. And that's when hate is involved. Yeah. And when people like when all of a sudden it was declared that Biden won on Saturday and people are dancing in the streets and all these major cities in the United States that lean towards blue and Democrats and, you know, left leaning. uh, And then like the people who are who are like, you know, showing up at uh, Trump rallies, you know, chanting like about all the injustice that's happening right now with Mm -hmm. him having lost the election, Mm -hmm. how they were robbed, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's so toxic. It is very toxic. That's the right word. Holy. I hope. Let's get to a place where that's not even a part of it anymore. I agree. There's never been a time in the last four years that I can remember where Donald Trump said, I want to lead for everybody. Not once. It was always us versus them mm-hmm. and lock them up and we should be here forever and all these people, you know. And so hearing Biden, whether you agree with his principles or not, just say, I want to be a leader for all the United States. To me, it's so refreshing just to hear that alone. Yes. 
Yes. You know what I mean? And now I can stop caring. Like, hopefully we end up <laughs> at a point where we don't even know what their policies yeah, are. What's going on in the States? We don't, don't know. know. I don't know, but I might go <laughs> shopping this weekend. <laughs> yeah, in Buffalo. That would be fun. What else is going on? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I got, some, I got some what's up. You want to hear wanna, some what's up? Are we going to do a podcast edition of what's up? Can we? Yeah. I got some interesting stuff for you. Hey. Yo, what's up? What's up, y'all? Hey. What's up? With Tucker and Mora. What's up? What's up? All right. What's up? You know how uh, when you watch a movie, it's like rated R or it's rated PG. It's, yeah. It's uh, rated G. And it's so weird because Canadian... Um, Rating systems are different than the American rating system. So something that's rated R in Canada mm-hmm. means something different than if, if it's rated R in the United States. That's so it true. it becomes even more confusing. Yeah, well, it's time to say goodbye to the way movies are rated in Ontario anyways. Ontario wants to change the G, the PG, the PG-14, the R ratings, and move to a new way to rate films that is introducing uh, something they're calling the Film Content Information Act. So when you watch a movie, it's going to have a warning first. So one of the first warnings might be, oh, this movie is intended for people 18 years of age or older. Or it might be, hey, just so you know, we got some nudity and sexual activity coming up. Hey, just so you know, if you're a pussy, you're going to have nightmares after seeing this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that should be hey. for me. That's what I need to hear. It's like, oh, what? I'm going to have nightmares? I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind a warning about like gratuitous violence or like a gore. This movie shows like extreme gore. Like I don't like Saw movies because of the gore that's involved in them. I don't need to see somebody falling into a pit of needles, you know, or like having to saw their own foot off because they're stuck and they have to choose between their foot and something else. You know what I mean? Uh, You're going to see warnings like, hey, uh, there's going to be sexual activity in this movie, which might be great if you're watching something with your mom. Yeah, like, you might be like, and, but that oh. should be the warning. It's not sexual activity because I find when they put those warnings, it could be just two people have a kiss. What I want to know is, this is going to be awkward to watch with your mom. Full that front. Oh, that's be, the warning. That should be the warning. It's like this is not a movie to watch with your parents unless yeah. you guys have a really weird relationship with each other. Yes. Like, uh, give me a warning that says, don't watch this movie with somebody if you're hoping to get laid. Oh yeah, I went and saw Schindler's List on a date. How about, hey... Not a date movie. This movie's not a date movie. It really happened. What a downer. It's going <laughs> to kill the vibe for sure. Right? I remember uh, a girlfriend I had, one of my first real girlfriends. We watched the movie Kids. 
together oh, yes. on a first date. <laughs> I, I didn't. I knew that like at one point in time, it was a popular movie that was sort of set like a documentary. Yeah, I'd never seen it. Kids, we watched this movie. Kids. The opening scene is this guy who's basically lied to this girl about not being HIV positive, and he has sex with her. Mm-hmm. And, and she's I'm a like, virgin. And she's a virgin. And I was just like, this is not a movie to watch on a first date when you're trying to get action. That should be the warning. It's so funny because I, the first rated R movie I ever snuck into was Kids. And in many ways, it was great. Because I think I was 14 at the time, and our friend who was uh, appropriately aged to buy the tickets, because you had to be 18 or older to buy them, bought the tickets to the movie for us. And then we went in and watched this movie, really about a guy who wants to only hook up with virgins, and he's HIV positive and doesn't know about it. I'm a virgin at the time. That scared me. I was like, I don't need to have sex anytime soon. Yeah, we well, see. Now I was uh, uh, like an adult when I watched that movie with this girl. I was hoping to have sex, and that was a, a real cock blocking kind of movie right, to watch. Right. I mean, it, it, we. I still managed to, you know, get some action that night. But Did it you? Was, uh, it was a bit. It could have gone either way. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. After seeing that, I'm sure. I mean, wouldn't you like that, Bundus? Netflix, you put something on, you got like a new girl with you, and it's like, don't watch this if you're open to get laid. <laughs> That's the warning you want to see. For sure, yeah. You got to stick to like fun, lighthearted movies, like Top Gun, you know? Top Gun, great movie. If it's you want to bang, watch this one. Yeah. <laughs> those are the warnings you want to see. You know, I have Disney Plus, and there's warnings about like, because some of those older movies, like 101 Dalmatians, has like extreme tobacco use. Uh, 101 Dalmatians, like the uh, live action one? with No, the old original the one with um, Corella DeVille. Oh, because she smokes. Yeah. Uh, She's smoking cigs the whole time. Yeah. And the guy, the dad is smoking a pipe. Everyone's smoking. But I guess back then, yeah. everyone was smoking. It's yeah. just a thing. So you're going to see that too. You're going to see warnings before films start about like tobacco use, vape use. Cannabis use But again the warning should be like Caution This movie will make smoking look cool (laughs) Yeah Exactly And then then you can decide Oh I better not watch this My kids are going to think smoking's cool Mm -hmm. The whole reason I started smoking Was because of James Dean and Rebel Without a Cause Man you see the guy smoke a cigarette so effortlessly I was like I need to be that cool He looks cool Did they get paid by like the cigarette companies the to put then. like a cigarette in James Dean's mouth. Like oh, I don't know they should have. Then, I don't know if they would. They should have a eh? talk oh. about product placement. Classic movie. Outsiders yeah. made smoking look awesome. Oh man, it's so not awesome. My though. kid was watching uh, the Outsiders because uh, they read the book. Uh huh. Um, and uh, I was just watching it with them, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, make smoking look amazing." They're they're playing cards and they're betting with cigarettes. I was like, "God, I want to smoke again." Yeah, but does anybody who's like above the age of thirty is anyone happy that they're smoking? That they're addicted to cigarettes? No, I mean, I get, it's yeah. no good. But You're the, wasting your money. But there are movies that make smoking look cool, and they should. That should be the warning. Smoking's gonna look cool in this movie. <laughs> Just so you Caution, know. <laughs> so you know. You're gonna want to have a smoke. Yeah. Not this PG R15. Yeah. What whatever, does it even like, mean? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, most of the cravings that I get to smoke a cigarette again always come when I'm watching a movie and I see someone smoking a cigarette that looks cool, I instantly, all of a sudden, yeah. will go out and buy a pack of cigarettes just to have one smoke, just because yeah. I saw that in the movie. If you're, if you're trying not to drink tonight, don't watch this movie because they're going to pour yeah. glasses of whiskey in a glass and make it look amazing. 
Do you is there such a like a difference when you smoke a cigarette versus your vape, Bundes? Like Yes, there's a big difference. And you you like that nostalgia of the cigarette? Yes. Like I mean I, I don't need it the same way I used to need it because I have the vape, but like the it tastes very different. It's yeah. the burning smell. It's just the feel of a cigarette in your hand. That's it's 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 awful, but it's so cool and I and I thoroughly do love it. And that's my biggest problem with smoking is I, I love smoking. And I don't know if I'll ever lose that that love of it. Uh huh. You won't. They yeah. say you won't. Like the, to me, yeah. sitting on a patio in the sunshine, like having a drink and just smoking, it's like it's uh, the most peaceful kind of thing to me. I love it. I was sitting around a fire, an outdoor fire pit, on uh, the weekend with a couple of buddies, and yeah. my one friend still smokes occasionally when he sneaks off, and his wife still doesn't know to this day. Yeah, he hides it. But anyway. It was so gross smelling a secondhand smoke. Was well, it? I, I, I had to tell him, I go, man, it's making me sick. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. It was making me feel nauseous. Huh. So he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, he, you know, he's happy to just step aside and move downwind. But God. I, yeah, I still love the smell of cigarettes. I loved it while I did it, but the smell of no, it makes me feel it, so gross. I find I can feel nauseous but if I, I smell it. Somebody <laughs> smoking a joint near me, no problem. I yeah. don't mind the smell of weed. I'm like... Cigars, I don't even mind. <laughs> Cigars, I love. Unless I'm in a car. You know, don't smoke a cigar in a car. I think I wouldn't even mind that. I think oh. it's because my dad smoked a pipe when I was young. Classic. A professor with a pipe even had the elbow patches on his blazers? Jesus. Come on. When did you think you had, or maybe you haven't even had it yet, your financial awakening? The average North American says that they had their financial awakening when they were 33 years old. What does that mean, financial awakening? <laughs> it's when you first like realize, oh shit, money doesn't grow on trees. Most common uh, time for it to happen is when you suddenly lose a job or suddenly your hours are reduced and your salary is affected. Maybe it's completely gone or uh, it just gets downgraded. I mean, for me, it's like living alone with just enough money uh, my first job in radio, uh-huh. and I had a car, like this old, you know, like secondhand Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. And when something would break on that, I was screwed. Yeah. Like I had, I had no way of paying for a new muffler or some a brake job, and then that ended up on a visa. Uh-huh. And that visa just grew and grew and grew because, like, I never, you know, for the first oh couple God. of years in radio, I made no money. That's so true. I think my financial awakening was when I put my a pair of two hundred dollar jeans on a, my very first visa, and all of a sudden they were a thousand dollar jeans, <laughs> and I was fucked. My sister paid that visa bill off for me. She's 16 years older than me. And she's like, Maura, what are you doing? Because I told her, I'm like, oh my God, all of a sudden I've got this $1,000 visa bill. And she's like, I'm going to pay that for you. And you pay me the $1,000 back. And I I hope I can do that for her kids. Well, I don't hope I can do that for her kids. But, you know, I hope to do that for somebody one day. I'm so glad they talk about this in school now, about budgeting and finances. Like they've they've totally turned uh, a corner on... Uh, math in general and they've started adding some of this stuff to the curriculum oh man I wish they would have taught me that stuff because I think I guess I was about 26 when I decided to buy my condo and I was that's pretty young that's pretty amazing yeah but he's been working for a long time like you started working when you were what 21 uh, I started working when I was 50 oh sorry I mean like after university oh yeah yeah yeah, I I was uh, I was 21 yeah I think um but the problem was I was also in debt. I had about $20,000 debt on my credit card. And then I came across the condo and it was such a good price and it was pre-construction. Yeah. And I ha- I knew I would have a few years before I would actually have to move in and really start to pay the bills. So 
it was like coming up with the down payment and then setting the goal to get rid of that debt mm-hmm. before I got into the condo. It was like I remember waking like every day going to bed with this like sinking feeling in my stomach thinking I was not going to make this work. Like I I was there was no way. Um eventually I did make it work and it's and I I kind of wish that like I didn't feel that way every night cuz yeah. I feel like I took years off my life cuz every night I go to bed stressed over money and like how am I going to how am I going to Well you were lucky out? to get that feeling in your 20s a lot of people it's in their 30s mm-hmm. I I would say you know they uh, I remember this moment where my wife and I bought a new car. It was like our first new car we ever bought together. Mm-hmm. But we had no idea about financing a new car. Yeah, And we just assume, oh, you buy a car, you finance it, yep. you pay the monthly payment. Yep. We had no idea. Because we bought a car that was like a Honda CRV. this particular model had just come out, mm-hmm. they had no incentive plan on it. There was no 0% or 1.9% financing. We paid full financing for that car without having any knowledge of it. Sure. Like, so I think we were paying 8 or 9% financing rates oh on a new God. car. And, but we didn't, no one ever taught us about that kind of, course, of stuff. Of course they so didn't. So we're just like, oh, we like that car. How much? Okay, what's the monthly payment? Yeah. We paid it. Afterwards, I, when I started learning about that, I realized if we had waited six months, they uh-huh. would have had maybe a plan on it that was 1.9% or 2.9. Mm-hmm. Would have saved all kinds of money. Yeah. But you we didn't know. Kind of got to make those stupid mistakes yeah. first, right? Well, I, you shouldn't have to, though. They should teach that, and they're starting to teach that in school, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So... There you go. Yeah, what is the that? average person, by the way, would like to retire by the age of fifty-seven. I agree but with that. One in five of us haven't even bothered to start saving for it. Oh, I, w- I wish my family was on board with my plan to retire at fifty-eight. Fifty-eight is when my dad retired, mm-hmm. and I think that's a pretty good age. That's an amazing age if you can do it. That's an amazing. I mean, How did he do it? He was just like uh, he, he was a good saver. Well, he had a good job. He was uh, a big bank guy, uh, it's like easier. an executive. So it's he easier made when a you're ton making of tons of money. Plus, he had one of those pensions that don't exist. He still has it. He's still alive. Uh, like one yeah. of those pensions that will pay him. And then when he dies, if he dies before my stepmother, it'll pay her mm-hmm. until they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't see that. I'm anymore. still just waiting for massive financial gains. Like we have a friend in our circle who had a phone call. Uh, last week where he has created an app and somebody from the States wants to buy the app and he predicted on this phone call from somebody from the States that they were going to try to buy the app from him from anywhere between 12 and 50 million dollars. Oh my God. (laughs) Just like, how must that feel to have a genius idea, develop it and then have somebody call you up and want to buy it? Yeah. I wish I had the motivation to be... App guy. App guy. Instead, I'll just work hard and try and save money and try and stay employed. And then hopefully one day have enough money where I can just like shove off. Mm-hmm. That's but, what everyone wants. It's a dream. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. That's what's up. Into the night. Back to Bundes's like the stars boner song. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you're not having sex, do you listen to this playlist ever? Yeah, all the time. Generally, all the music I listen to sounds like sex. I I, I just like the way that sounds and the way it makes me feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I like my slow jams, too. Do you um, have a public profile on your Instagram? Or, sorry, on your Spotify? Uh, no, this, this my my playlists are on Apple Music. I don't. I've never shared them, but I could. You know, I could make a sec a bundle sex playlist and share it publicly for people. 
Apple Music is still a thing, eh? Yeah, my husband's on it too. It drives me nuts. Really? So you have Spotify, he has Apple Music? Yeah. What's the logic behind that? Why would there you guys share no, There like is a, no logic. That's Zero ridiculous. logic with a lot of the stuff we do, Tucker. You should know that by now. Yeah. <laughs> You guys need a financial awakening. That's what you need. <laughs> I think we may. We may need one. Well, thanks for checking out the podcast. I always appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe so you get the new one downloaded right away, or at least you're made aware of when it goes up. And uh, we'll talk to you next on our radio show. It's Energy 95.3 on the Radio Player Canada app. Yeah, check it out. All over southern Ontario you can uh, find us.